Welcome to Subway Sports Talk. Dan, 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 clear of the closing doors, please. Subway Sports Talk. My name is Peter Kennedy, and I'm your host. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning SST on Apple Podcast app, Spotify, and now on YouTube. Joined with me, of course, on Subway Sports Talk, the day of the Subway Series. We had to chat with the designated hitters themselves. My guy, first and foremost, one of the most tenured co-hosts in Subway Sports Talk history, Alec Argento. What's up, brother? So, first of all, I am the most tenured co-host in Subway Sports Talk history. <laughs> Well, I guess if, if we're talking Subway Sports Talk, it's actually a tie between many people. If we're going back <laughs> to OG Sports Blog New York podcast, John Lucas Duffy has you beat. Is Duffy still doing it these days? Eh, that's true. That's true. You might have him now. You might have him back. On the, a shout out to Duffy, uh, who also is missing my basketball game tonight. So he's 0 for 2 tonight. He just got his longest tenured spot taken away, and he's missing my game. Anyways, also here, designated hitter himself, Andrew Kalanya. What's up, bro? How's it going? going wonderful man we're out here baseball season second half the yankees have a 200 uh plus run differential they still are hanging on to the best record in the al east the yankees are i'm sorry best record in the al the mets are hanging on to the best record in the nl east only one and a half games on the Braves. so every game right now extremely important for the mets the yankees you can argue can play with their food a little bit though it's not usually a habit you want to get into so the plan for today's podcast we're talking about the Mets and Yankees, right before this trade deadline, if they're going to make any more moves before, it's time to get that final roster set up, obviously, before the expanded roster is close to the playoffs. And then also we got Subway Series talk. And lastly, we're going to do a quick little last words at the end. That'll be a surprise for everybody. So we got a quick podcast for you today. We also have some quick words from our friends over at DraftKings. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't win, you get another shot to cash in or ca- cash out, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out. Yes, that's right. If you lose that first bet of yours, no matter how much you put on it, up to $1,000, you get another shot. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, same game parlay spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props. You have endless betting options. Right now, it's Subway Series Week. We got two games with the Mets and Yankees. If you're not betting on this, are you feeling the pulse of the summer here in New York? I think not. You got to get involved here. I might say bet with your favorite team, but I also say bet with your heart. I trust you. You got this. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Also, Scherzer pitching game too? Oh, sign them up. Anyways, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age, eligibility, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so... Uh, Alec, I'll go to you first here because basically sure. what I want to get from you right now is the pro- the thought process of a Yankees fan. You got the trade deadline. You got holes, if you will. They haven't mattered much yet. So what are you thinking about when you think about this team, where they are right now, where do you want them to be by the time the deadline's up? 
Is is it weird to say I just don't really care right now? Like it's been, I don't know. You tell me. You're the fan. It's we're we're in that the the doldrums of the season. It's before the trade deadline. You have a 13 game lead in the in, uh, in the division or 12 games, whatever it is at this point. Um, I, I'm waiting till the after the trade deadline. I'm going to be fine with whatever happens. They, they'll they'll probably trade somebody. They probably won't trade somebody on the margins, like you know, a random uh, like IKF level player. They're probably going to get somebody that's of, of impact. Um, they're in a point of the season where they're hitting their first skid, and you know, this is the first one that they've had all season. If you can, if you consider the fact that it's like carryover from right before the All Star game, and even so, they just beat one of the hottest teams in baseball in the Orioles, which is so crazy to say. Um, but uh, they 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 won two out of three there. I'm waiting to see what they do. You know, they're. they're they can lose a couple series and it doesn't matter. You know, you're waiting to see if you get Castillo or Soto, you're probably not getting Soto if we're being honest with ourselves because Cashman's not going to give up the house to sign someone that he's going to have to pay, uh, you know, a billion dollars to. So just waiting and see right now. Um, I'm looking forward to a subway series as I always do. The Yankees will probably lose. They typically lose the subway series. And especially when you have Scherzer and, and Walker on the bump, but those games mean more for the Mets than they mean for the Yankees. They got, they, the Mets have to win their division. They only have a, they have like a little squeaky uh, lead in that division right now with, with someone, you know, rearing up their uh, ugly, ugly head behind them. So that's how I'm feeling about the Yankees right now. It's all yeah. blase right now. You want, you want to hear what I just heard in the last two minutes? Mama, Mama, Malik, and I'm cool. My team is so good. I don't even care if we lose because we're probably we're gonna lose. By exactly what I said. I'm not even gonna be mad about it because my team. It's is exactly so what good. I said. You you hit the nail on the head, Peter. It's exactly <laughs> what I just said. Well, well, well. <laughs> like the teacher in Charlie Brown, but um, I yeah yeah exactly. But I honestly couldn't uh, disagree with Alec more about the sense of urgency here. Be- mostly contrarian, be- Drew. It's not contrarian, Drew. It's they can't beat the fucking Astros, and the Astros are a half Ooh. game behind them for the for the best record in the American League. And if you're going to beat the Astros in the playoffs, you need to have home field advantage. You need to be- continue to win series. You can't be. Um, going into little, the American League East is done. The American League East doesn't matter. I'm not concerned uh, about getting in hell. They can get it as, as a wild card right now. I don't. I don't care about the the title. I care about being able to beat the Astros because no one because they are clearly the one A to the Yankees. The Yankees cannot beat them, and, and so far in the regular season, they're two and four. And the only reason why they beat the Astros because Aaron Judge pulled a rabbit out of his ass for two of those for those two walk off games. One game which we were uh happened to be at which was again top five top five uh games i've ever regular season games i've ever been to in my life um especially with michael king going down and aroldis chapman and jonathan lewisica not being um themselves and them having a difficult time coming back from injury like the bullpen is absolutely needs to be addressed so it's not just getting a marginal guy it's about getting a high leverage guy so i hope they go out and uh Let's get David Robertson in there for uh, a third time around. Um, so that I, I hope would... you're joking. I no, hope you're I'm... joking. We don't, we don't need a 42 year old. Yeah, but he's, he's playing like 37, but low... he's great. There's no, there's no pressure. He's he was out of baseball for three years. We're not going to trade any prospects for a David Robertson. That's no, outrageous. you wouldn't. You wouldn't trade top prospects for David Robertson. You would be, but he would still be there. He can handle New York. He can. He can still be that guy. It, he's not going to be the closer, but I feel much better about him right now in the seventh inning than I would Chapman or Loisaga right now. 
Because I got I got, all, all you have is Holmes and Peralta. Those are the only two reliable guys you have in the bullpen right now. And then I would also, also have Schmidt coming back up. You, you, you'll be fine with the bullpen because the even uh, Marinaccio and and JP Sears. Whoever, you want those guys? You want those guys getting big outs in the playoffs? I don't. I don't think so. You'll man. Have that's that's, that's poppycock. That is poppycock. First of all, you're talking you're talking about the Astros right now. Like we're going to play them for the rest of the season. We're done playing them for the rest of the season, as far as I'm aware. I believe that's the case there. So yeah, it's a moot. It's a, but it's a moot. But it's a moot point until October, which was my whole point in the first place. Is that nothing matters now until then? The Yankees can control their own destiny. Like I know it's crazy to say because we're so far out of the season, but I'm just saying, for all intents and purposes, it's just take care of business and you'll you'll figure it out from there. What I'm worried about is getting that buy that now that we have the buy in in, uh, in the new playoff format. They're going to get the the buy. If they're either going to beat the Astros or they're not going to beat the Astros, there's no. It doesn't matter at this point. It's it's you just. Need, I you need the, home field advantage. You need home field advantage. They've had home field advantage in this in the regular season this year, and it hasn't mean jack shit. So it is what it is. They're either going to they're either going to pull it out, and like you always say, they're going to slay the dragon, or they're not going to slay the dragon. That's it. it. They're either going to do it or they're not. And in terms of the bullpen, the Yankees have proven for the past a thousand years that whoever comes into a, their bullpen is going to be a rock star and Chapman is sucked right now. We all know that Chapman's not going to be in your playoff rotation. Like if, if he hasn't figured it out by then, he's not going to get any high leverage situations. If you go into the playoffs and you have three to four solid bullpen guys, you feel good because nobody else has three to four solid bullpen guys like that, that are the Yankees have. So if, if Schmidt can figure it out, I don't know what King's timeline is. I know he's out for the regular, for the, he's out for the year. Sports, he's done. But is he's he done. out for play? But is he out? Also yeah. For the done. Playoffs elbows shattered. He's done. Uh, I, I didn't, I, I didn't see exactly what happened, but um, I'm not worried about it. You'll, you'll find, you'll find out they'll trade for somebody. They'll trade for a Wandy Peralta or they'll trade for a Clay Holmes. They'll trade for somebody nobody's ever heard of before. And they'll turn him into an all-star. This is what the Yankees do. If I was worried yeah, about they, something. But they still have to trade for somebody. But they and will. That's, that's, but they, but yeah. they will. If they don't, if they don't, they have, they, they can promote somebody from the, from AAA and turn them into a rock star. Like Clark Schmidt has not been bad. If you give him more opportunities, he'll be very good. Ron Marinasio is the same exact thing. Who the hell was this guy? He was awesome this year so far. I, he's had hiccups here and there, but like after he figured out his thing, this is what the Yankees do. I'm not worried about the bullpen because they will always figure, figure out the bullpen. If you want to say you're worried about yeah. IKF, sure, I get it. If you say they need yeah. another starter, if you want to trade for Castillo, sure. But it's just they're going to do something. They have a yeah. gluttony they, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, of prospects right now to trade for. Yeah. No, I know, and and again, my, if if I were to make three moves, I would get that I would get that bullpen help. I would get Joey Gallo out of there and get a replacement outfielder, and I would go get Luis Castillo. Those are my those are my three big moves. Maybe you could even do like if you're going to pick up in my hypothetical Trevor Robertson, you get um, Ian Happ to replace. So switch hitting uh, corner outfielder can play center field, and that could be your replacement for Joey Gallo. Again, you don't need, and he's a great contact guy. He steals some bags. He's a uh, kind of fits into you know that the lineup guy he doesn't strike out either so i feel like he's a great replacement for a joey gallo type and obviously Luis castillo kind of speaks for himself but um and i know we're talking about uh picking up who else we the who else people should pick up and i know the mets made that move for vogel back um as far as far as what else they can do i think that uh, they definitely need a left-handed reliever. Obviously, Rodriguez didn't work out, and they jettisoned Jason Shreve, so they definitely need a left-handed reliever. I would also like to see another bench bat or maybe be able to address third base at all because clearly yeah. Escobar and whatever J.D. Davis is doing is not really enough. 
Um, maybe you can, you know, get a starter, a starting caliber player for, for third base and go from there. But there's not yeah. really else, much else the Mets can do offensively, I think, in my opinion, to, to get better. 100. percent I mean, I, I would I would be fine riding out Escobar. I would because he has a track record of being like way better, not way better, but better than he is right now. Like, right, he's probably not the All Star he was a year or two ago, but he's much better than he's been this year. So I'm kind of fine riding him out. Plus, he's a really good defender. Vogelbach is interesting because he seems like the type of guy who can come into a new place, energized, and you know, kind of light some sparks off the rip. And he clearly already made rounds on social media and alike with his rounding of uh, third scoring on that hit. Which I'm like, I'm, I actually typed out a message to you guys and then like forgot to send it. What was that? Like all of a sudden is Vogelbach in New York and now he's getting posted on MLB main social media. Like I'm sure he's rounded third before in his career. Now, I guess that's the ticket of being in New York. So I, I guess I'm fine with that. Vogelbach, he's going to be a spark guy and he can't be worse than what the DHs have been for the Mets this year. So I'm fine with it. It's just a little bit. A little lukewarm, a little lukewarm for the Mets yeah. on movers right now. But like you said, Drew, I don't know what else is really going to go down for them. Bullpen help. Yes. Another arm should come back, hopefully, with DeGrom. Their pitching has been fine, um, but the hitting has been a struggle. It's just hard to find real upgrades. Mm. I mean, it, it's entirely possible that, you know, that the Red Sox now have had kind of fallen back to, to fourth place. Um you know, who knows? Maybe you know, there's a blockbuster in there. You get Raphael Devers at best case scenario. Oh something crazy he, ain't like resi- he ain't resigning with them. So no, he's they- not. Or, or JD Martinez, JD Martinez is a free agent at the end of the year. You could go, go out and get JD Martinez or somebody like that. I feel I like the Red Sox, it. that, that, that slide right there is opening them up to possibly dealing some guys and wanting and dining. And there, there was, I think I sent in this group chat too. There was like a rumor that maybe even, uh, uh, Bogarts. Bogarts would be available because he because he has like an option to opt out after this yep. year too. So and he's opting a, out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to opt out too. So there's there's three big bats up in Boston that could pen- potentially be on the market as well that would fit anywhere with the anywhere with the Mets. There's many you could slide Bogarts to third base. You could put Devers at third base. You J D Martinez can be your DH. I think that's I think it's all well and good there. I think that there's definitely potential for upgrade for the Mets offensively. Right. I guess it's just a question of does that happen right now or if that is happening in the offseason, right? Where where yeah. it's going to be a bit more easy for those Red Sox front office people to be like, okay, it's time. Send them. Like, we're not paying them. Get rid of them. I, they might have that inkling of hope of a wild card and a who knows in their in their back pocket right now. Um, so, so we'll see what happens there. Quickly on, because we don't have a lot of time today because um, of me, but quickly on <laughs> the Subway, the subway mm-hmm. series specifically here, just a two-game set. I kind of miss – Playing two three game sets, but I'll take it. Well, we can. I guess we'll take what we can get here. Um, two game set right here. Taiwan Walker versus um, oh Montgomery, uh, Jordan Montgomery, and then Domingo Herman versus Max Scherzer in game two. Um, that's, that's an L for the Yankees. <laughs> game game two is an L. Pitching matchup, slight edge to the Mets uh, from the starting perspective, but obviously that doesn't mean that much. Alec already said he ex- expects the Mets to win. Uh, Drew, what do you what do you think here? You think we get some good games at minimum? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, I think game two is going to get dominated by the Mets, but I feel like game one will be close and probably the Yankees. I, I think it'll be a split. Yankees, you got the first game. Mets will win the second game. Classic I bet you, scenario. I bet you game one high scoring game. I, I don't think Taiwan Walker is as good as his stats look, and I don't think he's ever been that good. I like Taiwan Walker, but uh, I think he's going to get rocked around a little bit at the stadium and uh, Montgomery will be uh, you know, four or five runs or so in the, 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 
bullpen will go up. I think the Mets win both games. I think both the first game is a high scoring game, like six to five or up. And I think that the second game is going to be a low scoring game. I think Herman shows up in that game. Uh, but the Yankees lose both games. So it's at City Field, by the way. The, I know you said at the stadium before. I don't know if you meant specifically. Sorry, I meant um, say, uh, City Field. Yeah, all good. And then, so give me give me a prediction quickly here. The, the odds aren't out on DraftKings yet on uh, home run stats because we're recording this on Monday night. Who's going yard? Who's going yard for either team here? Uh, we got some big bats in the lineup here. The obvious answers of Judge and, and Alonzo. If you want to take those out, who's going yard? Who's making a splash in the Subway Series? Matty C. Matty C earning more stripes for himself in the Subway Series? Uh, if he gets at bats, he's hitting home runs. That's just how it is at this point. And we talked about getting rid of Gallo. Just put Matty C wherever he fits in the in the offense so we figure it out from there. Hmm. Andrew, who's going yaya? Uh, Stanton, and he's going to sit on my face afterwards. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. I love that energy, right? It's been really, it's been a heat wave in the New York City area. <laughs> I'm hoping that heat wave persists, baby. Like, Yikes. If we have that type of energy, I want it to be steamy. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, it's going to be crazy out there in Queens on Tuesday night. Uh, I'm, I'm saying, you know, he's got some – he just got some hate, uh, some hate from from Andrew before, rightfully so. He's been struggling. Eduardo Escobar going yard, big in a big moment, seventh inning or later for the Mets in the next two games. I'm feeling it. Uh, it's been a world of do for the Mets, where it's like we just need somebody to show up here. The offense looks anemic. Like what's going to happen here? And those timely hits have been coming around all year for the Mets. I expect more of them, and I think Escobar can do just that. Even though Pete Alonso tends to do it most often, obviously he's been a beast. All right, we don't have any more time, really. So let's just say goodbye on the Mets and Yankees front. We'll do a more, uh, a longer episode post-trade deadline when these teams are set up, finalized, ready to make a run, ready to finish the season strong. But real quick before we go, give me a 30-second reaction, Alec, on the MCU Comic-Con announcements. Anything jump out or general level of excitement? Yeah, I mean, how could you not be hyped to have two Avengers movies within, within six months of each other? Also, I have no idea if the new Black Panther is going to be good or not, but that was one of the best trailers I've ever seen in my entire life. They, they, the editing, both like the visually and uh, and the music editing in that, my my God, come on! I mean, it, it was just unreal. So uh, uh, we'll see how that movie is because there's a ton of controversy around, obviously besides the Bozeman, but just uh, other stuff that happened with that production. So we'll see. But I mean, I'm hyped. Two Avengers movies, two massive ones, Secret Wars. If you guys know anything about the comics, or gigantic, it was a gigantic event that they did like three different uh, iterations of, and you have a lot to pull from there. So hyped about it. Yeah, and Kang Dynasty. We didn't get as regular fans to see the updated Kang footage from Quantumania, but apparently he was just out there being menacing and freaking awesome as Jonathan Majors is. So, He's the best. The yeah. best. Excited for some Kang action. Drew? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, that Wakanda... Uh... Forever trail is just ridiculous, and I was just like, I actually got chills watching watching the trailer. Yep. I was like, the music, the music yep. was music was perfect, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm I'm still a little uh, I'm excited about the aspect of of two Avengers movies to cap off uh, Phase Six or whatever is in 2025 or whatever whatever release date they pu- pulled out yeah. of their ass there. But just you know, <laughs> I just would like I again like I, I said in the group chat, I'd like to see a clear direction of where the MCU is going. I feel like it's going to get there, but I mean, everything that we've seen so far has kind of just been one-off stories. I just want to, I want, I kind of want to get the ball rolling. So I'm excited to hopefully uh, this is the kind of the start of that. 
I think them putting the stamp on Wakanda forever as being the end of phase four is going to be a benefit to them to kind of close that door of post infinity saga, uh, happenings and re like things that that affected so directly and whatnot. Like that's now the end of that. There's still going to be a drag of it with quantum mania and the new guardians, I'm sure. But then the, the new door is open. The multiverse is open. The quantum realm is open. And, and I think that's what it happened. So post-credit scene, I'm expecting something big, something juicy from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And just to reiterate, what a beautiful trailer. Amazing, amazing stuff. And uh, I think D23 is like around the corner, the Disney uh, upfront, if you will. There'll be some X-Men and or Fantastic Four casting announced there is my guess. That's what the people on the streets and the Twitters are saying. So I'm excited for that. But man, it was just cool to see some of the breakout. There's some stuff that doesn't seem like the most exciting, you know, like some shows I know we talked about like Echo or do we really need that? <clears throat> Ironheart. We don't really know yet because we haven't seen her in action, but like a bunch of stuff is like unknown. Agatha Coven of Chaos. We'll see what happens, but just so much stuff and I'm excited for it. So I'm here uh, going to stay locked in on the MCU. I'll probably watch She-Hulk and enjoy it too, to be quite Me honest. Me too. Here we are. 18 episodes of Daredevil, too, with Charlie yeah. Cox. I love That's that. pretty cool. It's That's pretty cool. I think he showed up at the end of the new She-Hulk trailer. So two mm -hmm. Charlie yeah. Cox right. wins for the boys. All right. Subway Sports Talk. Quick Subway Series episode for everyone there. Hopefully you all enjoyed. Thank you for listening. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcast app and Spotify. And don't forget to subscribe. Hit the notification bells on YouTube. And, uh, you know, share the word. Share it out there. Let people know if you're liking Subway Sports Talk. Leave a comment. We appreciate that a whole lot. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. Cheers.